from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto. One, two, Yes. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. Chain Smokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carter. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. I Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. You know when you see those pictures where somebody recreates a photo from their past? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, sure. they, they, they get, like, their brother together, and they put on, like, the similar outfits that they had when they were children, totally. and they, they take a picture. Uh, so, damn it, damn it, Maury, come in here for a sec, my love. Uh, it was, it's uh, Maury's dad's uh, birthday, Frank. When, today? And Maury wanted birthday, to recreate a picture of the two of them when Maury yeah. was a little baby. Okay. Okay, so the picture... That I, you have it there that you can take a look at. The picture is of Maury as a baby, all swaddled up on his dad's lap. His dad is wearing a blue t shirt with the word daddy written on it and white pants. Oh my <laughs> god, what the hell, guys? Okay, so, so Maury uh, and Frank recreate. Oh. Recreate this picture, and and the whole thing is recorded, by the way. So we'll we'll play it for you in a second. But it wasn't the daddy shirt uh, that was the the big problem with the with the picture. It wasn't where do you find white pants. Uh, it was whether or not Frank Maury's dad's finger was in Maury's mouth, and therefore would need to be recreated in the picture that they shot. Oh. Okay, so here, so this first of all is uh, Maury and Frank arguing over whether Frank's gonna put his finger in his son's mouth. But his hand's not down there; his hand's more up, right? No, Maury, it's fine. No, are you sure? Uh, is your finger in my mouth? No, it's not supposed to be in your mouth. <laughs> look at the thing. It look. I swear, your it's finger's not in my mouth. In your mouth. Are you looking at it? Your finger is in my mouth. I think we should do one with your finger in my mouth. My finger is in the picture. It's not in your mouth. Well, I don't know. I, I see it. I, oh, oh. <laughs> Did you really yeah. put your finger in my mouth? <laughs> you insist on having my finger in your mouth. You got my finger in your mouth. <laughs> but it needs to be somewhat exact. Well, you gotta move this down to you. <laughs> okay, so yeah, that's better. Is that better? Yeah, you can take that now. Oh, good luck. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, so at this point, at this point, more, you're what? You're swaddled up. I'm lying across my dad's lap. Right. And I'm, I'm swaddled in this orangey yellow blanket. Right. And my dad sort of is holding the blanket back. Okay. And you have your finger. And I'm my finger sort of resting on my mouth. Yeah. Right. Okay, can you put on your daddy's shirt? No. Should, I, should I wear shorts or should I wear just underwear? No. Shorts <laughs> is good. <laughs> okay. So you have to swaddle me. Oh, I'm going to swaddle you, all right? <laughs> no, but you need to swaddle. Oh! Okay. No, like up and down. Up and down. But yeah, like, <laughs> up and down your what? Your leg? No, like get up and then get down. Okay. Because <laughs> okay. he's so heavy. Because he's so heavy. <laughs> so poor Frank. How old's your dad? 63. Okay, yeah. poor Frank. 63. Trying to put oh, Maury man. on his lap. Uh, so... Frank's outfit was key for this picture because yeah. it's it's like a baby blue shirt with the word daddy written in a very specific he me font. On, it was on Father's Day 40 years ago. Yes. And it was, uh, and the pants were white. So Maury went and found uh, white pants. 
for his dad to wear in this picture. Yeah. Right. And the most Maury thing of all Maury thing happens next, which is keep in mind, it's his dad's birthday. It's yeah. Frank's birthday. And Maury shows up with the daddy shirt and a nice pair of white pants. Frank falls in love with the white pants, but it's at this point that Maury says, don't get too comfortable in those pants because they're going back to the store as soon as we finish this picture. <gasps> no! Yes. What? Okay, <laughs> John. I never get to keep these $80 pants. $80? <laughs> yeah, don't break me, bro. Then somebody give me 80 bucks, you can keep the pants. Get them on sale, it'll be less than $80. I think you need to sit on the couch or you're going to break a chair or the. No, let's try this first. Cause that way you know that if you break the chair, that's going to cost you a pair of pants and a new chair. Fine, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a second. He didn't even give his dad the pants. But it's just, it's a man's birthday. You he can give to, him eighty dollars pants. He got like? to keep the daddy shirt. Yeah, I gave him the daddy yeah. shirt. How much did the, the the daddy shirt cost him? The daddy shirt cost twenty two dollars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. He just showed up you? saying, "Dad, for for your birthday, what I want to do is have my social media blow up with a picture of me. Uh, so I'd like you to wear these pants that I just bought you for your birthday picture that is only going to benefit me. And by the way, don't get too comfortable in them because they're going back to the store. So he left the tags on them so that I could is bring them back. Is that not? That is so straight up selfish. That's right. Yeah, that's straight up selfish. You got the daddy shirt. Oh man, I feel bad for you, Frank. So do I. That is straight up selfish. It's blowing up on social. Yeah, um, and happy birthday to uh, happy birthday to Frank. This is the Ros and Mocha Show podcast. You want to hear a grandma yell at her granddaughter because she doesn't know how to use a rotary phone? Hold on, what? Okay, so there's a grandma and she takes out her phone and starts filming the granddaughter who's like early teens i would say like 12 13 sure and there's a rotary phone on the table and the grandma told the kid to call her mom and this kid is looking at this rotary phone at like she has no idea what she's doing with it she's like putting her finger in the hole and like trying to push like the hole of the rotary phone as if it's a button as if it's a button what's this what you mean what is it that's a phone what you mean what is it how you use it what do you mean how do you use it Aaron? It got letters on it like you can text, but you can't text. You can't text on the phone. You ain't never seen a phone before. That's all that technology. How? You dial the numbers, Aerie. What do you mean? You got to dial the number. It's a phone. See, you all don't know technology. It's a phone, Aerie. That's how you do it. No, you don't. What are you doing? Pushing your finger in the hole trying to dial. You got to spin the wheel like Wheel of Fortune, girl. You put your finger in whatever number and then you dial, Aerie. Yeah, Aerie. No, you have to take it all the way around. What's wrong with y'all kids? That's the phone. Get out of here. There's always something. I mean, because you you don't run into a rotary phone that often in life. But every sort of generation, I guess, has this. I remember being like a young kid and having a teacher just like lose it on me because I didn't know how to use a compass. You know what I mean? And I think like the conversation ended with, well, have fun getting lost then. You know, like, cause there's just things that we don't, you like take everything, like life changes you, yeah. when you say, you know, kids now, I would say you don't need to know how to use a compass. It's not something that you're going to no. run Why? into. Why? When I have one on my phone. I right. think the kids now, there are more things that they don't even know how to use, like protractors, oh. abacus, everything. Yeah. No, no, no. They don't even teach kids cursive anymore in school. At all. At all.
If you want, if you want to learn how, if you want to learn cursive, you got that's you do that on your own time. That Jack. Is, yeah, but that's yeah. hard cursive, right? But if it's, <laughs> it's, it's not. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. Forty year old man, you like whenever I have to write my name in greeting cards, I really do have a difficult well, no, time. No, hold on a second here. Writing your name in a greeting card is way different than cursive. You're saying signing your name is difficult. I always screw up signing my name. I'm not Wait, kidding. Wait, get a pen. Get a pen. Get okay. a pen. Do you have a pen yeah. there? Here. Yeah. Hold on here, Maury. Like Writing your, really are you, are you, are you seriously saying name. right now? Here, use this piece of paper. Because when was the last time that you signed your name? That when I sign my name, I sign my name all the time. But like we don't do checks anymore. No. The only time you sign your name is a greeting card, and you only uh, really I, have to do that three signed, times a year. I signed a check last like two weeks ago. Yeah, I'm last signing, week actually. Okay, I'm signing stuff for work because I don't deal with the checks at home. I'm not allowed to. Okay, so more first of all. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so this is how I would sign my yeah. name in a greeting card. Yeah. That I one that one finger that you have, the way you hold a pen, it looks very uncomfortable for, for that finger. It looks like it's it doesn't Because well, I used to have finger, right? No, but when I learned how to use a, a pen, there used to be a block here where I would fit my fingers in. <laughs> <laughs> Remember those things? Only certain kids in class yeah. had those things. Yeah. Yeah. There's one kid in my class <laughs> yeah. that always had that pen. Okay. Okay, Maury. So what are you doing right now? Why are you pushing so hard, by the way? That's what she said. Stop it. <laughs> Why are you pushing so hard? You're, look, when you write your name, you look like you're very angry at it. Yeah, but it's just how I've always learned with the with the pen. It's like you no, have a knife in your hand and you're carving into a tree. Listen, listen to this for a second. I don't know if my microphone will go this far. Listen, to, listen to how listen to how violent this sounds. Listen. Can you hear that? Yeah, it's very loud. Right. First of all, nothing. And okay, Maury, hold on here. I'm looking at where you've signed your name. I've tried to I've tried to perfect the M. Okay. It's I don't even know what that is. That's not an M. That's how you sign more? Let me see. That, that looks like a cry for help. I, it really does. <laughs> oh, Why? no. Now you sound like a psychopath. We should... Oh, no. Here he goes. <laughs> Maury's signature needs to be looked at by one of those handwriting experts. Yeah. Oh, no, it should not. Right. Right. Like, here, Mocha, take a look at that. And also, not one of them is even remotely close to the one next to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, tell me that that signature is not a cry for help. But that's why yeah, I'm you're a straight up psychopath, dude. Yeah. yeah but that's why I'm telling you, like, it's hard to sign your own name. But because just sign, just, they can put, you do, can you would, do cursive? They well, yeah, because my signature is normally this. They would that put is that not a, in that, a book dedicated to, like, serial killers. Because my that, signature is not, MSS. No, that's not, that's not a signature, what you just did right there. That's when you write something and then you scratch it out. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That's not a signature, bruh. Yeah, that's uh, how we've always done it. Oh, my God. You got <laughs> I don't know what's the matter with you, man. That's I, why I, I really want to get a stamp. I know we've with my we signature. flirted with this before, Maury, but the before the end of this week, I'm going to need to see a high school diploma, bro. <laughs> Seriously, that may be difficult. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Would you like to dip back into the world of mouth charades? Yes, we haven't played this in a while. Okay. And now it's time for the game everybody loves to play. It's like charades, but you make the noise of clues with your mouth. It's mouth charades. So get ready, get silly, and start to make those mouth charades. All right, so how mouth charades works, uh, damn it, Maury has uh, the pot of mystery words in front of him. Much like charades. Where you act something out, Maury will be acting it out, but only using his mouth, only doing the sounds of the words. Uh, and uh, Mocha, I believe that uh, you are in the lead. You actually got a couple of these right. I'm still sitting at zero. 
because Maury's terrible at this game. Oh, clearly I'm great because Mocha's getting them. Uh, 20 seconds on the clock. If you would like to pick a Mocha word, Mocha, would you like to go first? Yes. All right, 20 seconds on the clock and go. Oh, uh, glass breaking. Uh, rain hitting. No. Uh, oh, ah, uh, uh, nail, nail. A hammer hitting uh, the top of a nail. Oh my God. Thunder. Lightning. Uh, oh, oh, snap. What was it? What was a it? high five. Oh. <laughs> Bro, that's a high five? Yeah. I guess. Oh, God. Okay. All right. Now it's my turn. I, jeez, I don't even want to do this right now. That's what she said. Okay. Uh, 20 seconds on the clock and go. Is that like, like, is it a car? Oh, is it an air? Is it a, a biplane? An old school World War II biplane? World War One biplane? Um,. Oh jeez! Uh, what the, what is that? Lawnmower. Lawnmower. <laughs> and when I went like the odd, psh, that's like a stick. <laughs> lawnmower. Oh, Sometimes man. you drive over a stick. Jeez, okay. you, see, but you do stuff that throws you off. Like had 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 the the clue been lawnmower going over a stick, then I could understand adding that in. But that really screws me up, man. Okay, so just to be clear, it yeah. is still zero zero. Thank you. Okay, okay. here is a word for Mocha. Okay. Mocha, okay. twenty seconds on the clock and go. Helicopter, plane, quiet fart. <laughs> Somebody falling out of a window. <laughs> Uh, oh, roller coaster, roller coaster. Yeah. Shut, yeah! Your <laughs> Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. What? You're terrible. How am I terrible? I just got a point. No, no. Yeah, no. roller coaster. All right, one And Maury, don't use your arms in these. You're using your arms too much. What did I use my arms? You used your arms. Sit on your hands. Read the clue and then sit on your hands because you Fine. put your arms in the air. And I think that that's what gave Mocha the uh, impression that it was roller coaster. Yeah. Here's a word for Roz. Oh, don't sit on your hands now. Do it on Mocha's turn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, go. All right. <laughs> Is it looks like I don't. Your lips are flapping. I'm, I'm mesmerized by your your lips, like flapping. Is riding a pony. Do it again. Why are you bouncing? No, no movements. No movements. Just your mouth. But I had to do the movements don't, to get the mouth. Don't move your body. Just move your lips. Okay. But the, bu stop. the buzzer went, can I tell you what it is? Yes. A dribbling basketball. A dribbling <laughs> basketball? <laughs> That's a hardwood floor. <laughs> you are the worst at this. Okay, one more for Mocha? Yes. <laughs> sure. 20 seconds on the clock and okay. go. <laughs> Typewriter. <laughs> Uh, waves, rain. Uh, uh, it's something water. Oh, dishwasher, dishwasher. No, washing the dishes. Uh, washing machine. Uh, ah. A lawn sprinkler. 
<laughs> Do that again. Do it again. <laughs> okay, can I get my last word, please? Sure. 20 seconds on the clock. And go. Okay. Uh. Oh. I was going to say machine gun, but... Okay, what is that happening now? <laughs> what the hell are you doing okay. to your mouth, bro? What are you doing to your mouth right there? You look like you're... Okay, you're eating... You look like you're just somebody who just ate a bullet. Okay. You look like... You look like... Are you an old man with a gun? <laughs> Or an old man who just ate a gun. Okay, are you are you an old man what with is a that? gun? Brushing teeth. Oh, <laughs> shut up! There's a song. You brush your teeth. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> You're so gross. And that's how you play mouth charades. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Maury, come in here for a sec. I'm going through the uh, the results of this survey that they did. So the average uh, American, they say, makes 52 grand a year. I imagine it's the same thing up here. Yeah. And they ask people what they'd be willing to do to get a 10% pay raise. Now, a 10% pay raise on $52,000 is about $5,200 and then roughly uh, $140 per paycheck like after 10% taxes. 10% on what you make, 10% is different for everybody. Yes, but I'm just saying the, if, if you're in the average of 52 grand. Okay. Okay. Listen. So they'd ask, they they ask people. So do you know how to do in your head, Maury, what you make? Do you know what ten percent of what you make is would be? Roughly, roughly, roughly not. <laughs> how it's yeah, it's a very easy number to find not. out. Ten percent is a very easy number to is find it out. Moving zeros around. Well, it, well, it depends on if there are zeros. <laughs> depends on how many zeros. Wait, which are, zero? Are. I assume it's adding a zero to the number that you think it is to make the number of what it could be. Mm, yes, exactly. <laughs> What's the point of having all that head if you're not going to put anything in it, Maury? <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so... so funny, dude. Okay. <laughs> okay. I thought of that one last week, and I'm like, I knew, I, I knew that there was going to be a, a moment where I whipped that out. Uh, okay, so so 10% more. So 10% raise. They asked people what you would be willing to do for a 10% raise. Um, 5% of people said that they would eat a Tide Pod. What? Yep. 12% said that they would break up with their significant other. For a 10% raise? For 10%. Hold on, I'm so shocked about the Tide Pod thing. Yes. For <laughs> oh 10%. Idiots. Maury? So you have to like actually eat the no, whole thing. No, I'm taking that one no, off the no, list. No, I don't want to. Uh, yeah. yeah, breaking no. up with Matthew for a 10 percent raise. <laughs> no, because it would cost me more in the divorce. Correct. You're right. 35 uh, percent of people would give up their right to vote for life. Oh boy! But you know what that comes with. You can never complain about the person that wins. True. I mean, you're still gonna complain. You still complain. I would do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, 9% of people said that they would give away their child's right to vote for life. Oh, my God. For a 10% raise. No, not worth it. No way. More? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> 40, 40% of people said that they would give up dental care, and 19% <gasps> of people said that they would give up their health insurance for a not 10% a raise. No way. 50, what are you if not your smile? Exactly, Maury. Uh, 56% of people said that they would work an extra 10 hours a week per uh, for their life. For ten percent and fifty percent of people that they would that they said that they would work six days a week no for the, way. For the next oh, year. Oh man! Oh, no. for the next year. For the hold next on, year. hold on, hold on, yeah. hold on. 
for the next year, yeah, though. I don't think that that math e- equals out because that would... Yeah, that's a like tough you still one. Put it, you still an extra day, a full eight hours? Yeah. No. I don't know about that, man. Not at no. Uh, I don't know. No. I couldn't give up. No. no. There's something no, to be I said about sleep. No, I couldn't. You couldn't. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't do it. If you, no. had, if you had to, would you pick a Saturday or Sunday? Sunday. No way, Saturday. You'd work Saturday? Yeah. Yeah. I'd pick a Saturday for sure. Really? Yeah. yeah. But uh, no, I would pick the Sunday. No. I'd still pick the Saturday. Yeah. I don't know why. I just so that's, would. That's what people would do for 10%. I'm wow. still I'm still stuck on 12% of people would break up with their significant yeah. other. <laughs> Very high number there. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. If you're a parent traveling with kids, Air Transat wants to take some of that stress of traveling with kids away from the enjoyment of your vacation. Air Transat's Kids Club makes it way easier for your family to vacay together. Yeah, your kid just started walking, right? Yeah. Have you had him in an airport yet or no? Has he no. been on a plane yet? Not yet. Soon, though. No. He has not. Where is, uh, where are you guys headed? Uh, I think we're going to try a very short flight first. Yeah. <laughs> like a three hour, maybe to like Florida or something. Right, yes. Yeah. Uh, Jeez, that's not short. Like an hour is short. Three is not short. But when you do get there, yes. realize that when you sign up with Air Transat and Kids Club, they make it all easy for you. What you're going to realize is that a kid in an airport is like a a, a, a dog in a bone store. Right? <laughs> it's like it is impossible to handle a kid in an airport. There's too much going on, and everything has wheels for them to ride on. Okay. Nice. So, but when you do sign up for Kids Club, you get perks like this: free seat selection, which is huge, uh, dedicated check-in counter for members uh, for you and your family, pre-boarding, which. I cannot tell you how wonderful pre-boarding is when you do have a kid because anything that involves a line is a nightmare uh, when you have a kid who's maybe a little bit tired because you're trying to catch that early flight. Uh, Priority baggage handling on the other side and so much more. Uh, The Air Transat Kids Club is open to all children 2 to 11 and registration is absolutely free. Visit airtransat.com to learn more. Uh, Right. Uh, Okay, cool. You want to take a phone call? KS92.5, Raza Mocha. Who's this? It's Kelly. How are you? Good, Kelly. What's going on? Oh, not much. You know how you guys say about, you know, who's your favorite, Ross, Mocha, whatever? Yep. Yeah. I like you both. Mm -hmm. For different reasons, though. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. See, Ross has got that sexy, (laughs) like, ooh, listen to me voice, right? That's Uh true, yes. But Mocha, he's got that, it's that laugh. He's got that, it just draws you in. It's, a, it's amazing. Like, as soon as you hear that, that laugh, you automatically put a smile on your face. It's great. So who's your favorite, though? I'm going to have to go with Mocha. Oh, well, I will take the win. Why? Will you and the win? <laughs> I will take the win, but I have a question. Yeah. Because this comes up a lot. Okay. When, whenever we ask between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite, mm-hmm. right? Okay. People always, 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 whether they pick Roz or not, they always say Roz is the sexy one. Roz has the sexy voice. This, that, and the other, right? Mm -hmm. Anytime people reference me, it's always the laugh, the laugh, the laugh. Mm -hmm. (laughs) My question is, when do I get to be the sexy one? But you do have a sexy voice. I'm not saying you don't. Why can't I be the sexy one? Like, why can't someone call and say Moga's my favorite because he's the sexy one? Can I answer that? Can I answer when you become the sexy one? I'm not saying you don't have a sexy voice. You each have your own sexy voice in your own way. But with Ross, 
It's just it's Ross. It's, it's like, Ross, by the way, hun. Sorry, okay. Ross. No problem. Sorry, listen, Ross. Okay, stop. <laughs> I'm, I'm only, hey, listen, had you had you said that I was your favorite, I would have let it go. But <laughs> you said it like five times now, and I and I'm just I I don't Sorry. care at this point. It's I'm okay. I'm not awake yet. It's okay. been a very long, long weekend. Okay, okay. But you've got that voice. It's very. It's luring. Like it's you're one of these ones. Like if you were to sit and like do these like uh where, where they read books to people yeah. you your voice would draw them in whose voice mine or ross's who ross's yeah oh listen i can't take a beating like this today so you have, I just, oh so ross yeah. you have the uh the book club reading voice no but it's very sexy like if he was like 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 if he were reading, reading like, 50 shades of gray to you oh god yes okay. <laughs> oh my lord yeah. but You've got that laugh, right? Yeah. I mean, there's just something about the laugh. No matter what, it makes you smile. Right. I know, Not but like sexy, for once, though. I just I want to be the sexy one. Yeah, I don't know. But you are sexy. At what point more you were going to say, what point does Mocha become the sexy one? When you leave the show. Oh. Oh! oh. Wow. Uh, uh, uh. But that's a diss because Roz is not leaving the show. That still makes me feel even worse now. Thanks, Maury. Why? I know. At this point, you're supposed to make Luca feel better. I mean, he's awesome, too. No, I was trying to compliment you. Uh, No. Why would you want to compliment me? I I was supposed to get the win just now. Now I feel like a big loser. Hold on. You did get the win. You did. I know. Don't do the poor me, poor me. But you still still got the sexy win, Ross. Yeah, which is the most important thing. As we know, there is, and let me tell you, especially to the girls, the young girls listening right now, okay? There is no no greater achievement in life than being rewarded for your looks, okay? (laughs) Mark this thing down. Okay? Okay, you're going to grow up and have a fantastic future. Listen to those words carefully. Write them. Write the journal them every night. Young ladies, do not listen. Says the old man. Do not listen to Ross at all. Stop it. All right, Kelly, we got to go. Thanks for the call. All right. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. The Ross and Mocha Show Podcast. Hey, Maury, come on in here for a sec. My love. Uh, Uh-oh, intervention. <laughs> intervention. <laughs> For what? <laughs> Ross We're, is going to start. Ross wrote a letter. He's going to sit down and read to you. <laughs> no, I did not. No? Oh, no. I don't want to cry today. <laughs> oh, why not? <laughs> it's funny that you it's fu- so funny that you bring that up here. Why? I, I guess because I got so much stuff on my list that I want to talk to you guys about. Is it about, about crying? What's that? Yeah. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. So 52% of people say they lost a temper at work. What percentage of people say that they've cried at work? Oh, 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 wow. Like 98%. No. 98? That, that's a very high number. You know that what? Means everybody in this room has cried. Can I just say something? Yeah. Do, you know the, do you know who says, when you ask somebody how many people have cried at work, people who have cried at work would say 98%. <laughs> only only people who have cried at work would say 98%. I'm going to say... Mm, I'm going to say 18% of people said that they've cried at work. Yeah, 45% I've cried many, of people. You've, I've had some of my best cries at Wait, work. Wait, 45%? Yeah, 45% of people say that they've that's cried at... That's a very high <laughs> number. Have you ever cried I, at work? Um, I think, it, like, does this count as work? Well, yeah. No, but I mean, working. like, if we're telling stories, like, maybe... I don't think I've cried, though. Maybe when I was talking about my dad dying or something like that, I cried maybe one. I don't think I did, though. I, I, don't, I, don't I remember... I I did. Actually, I remember... You've cried... Oh, multiple times. Yeah. Uh, I remember Suck. one specific... Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I remember one specific time that you started to tear up and yeah. it made me tear up. 
I may actually tear up right now. Oh, no. Think about it. <laughs> Are you crying right now? Okay, turn the music off for a second. Hold on here. Because it's a Let, real nice moment. Okay, hold on. Look at my eyes. I'm about it right now. Okay, you're crying. Okay. Okay. It was a time when... <laughs> okay. 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 You remember when you were going to get your the street named after you in your hometown of Acton? Right, yes. It's not really a street. It's more of yeah. an alley behind the Tim Hortons and the beer store yeah. in Acton? yes. So Maury drove out there right, during the campaign run to get the mayor of Acton to give you that alleyway named after you. That's right. And he had a a, a sign made up of what it would look like. like. Yeah, the street sign. Right? The street sign. And he was taking it around Acton. And the final stop in Acton, oh my God, I'm going to get choked up. Right. Is where he went to the cemetery where your Uh dad is buried. Yeah. And he put the sign on your dad's tombstone. Right. Yeah. That was sweet. Now I remember that. Anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> Is it getting dusty in here? <laughs> Why? <are you? laughs> okay. I don't know. Because I just thought it was a real sweet <laughs> no, moment. it was and a then, real like, sweet moment. The, the, the part of no, it that made it, it, like, made it sweet was that Maury said, okay, I'm going to hold the phone out. I know. And if you can say a couple of words like to your dad. And then you were saying all this nice stuff. And yeah. I could see, like, maybe in your eyes that you were starting to tear up, and then it yeah. made me tear up, and then yeah. I couldn't look at you, so I turned All my back. All I remember to you. from that is me ruining that moment. Right? No, no, it was it was a sweet it was a sweet moment because and and the thing that not like I don't have like I don't even know when you, you can't call it regrets because it's you, nothing you can do when your dad dies. Um, but the thing that kills me is that is that he would love this show. Yeah. Like, he would love this show. And the thing that kills me even more is that Maury would be his favorite person. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's the thing that, that's the, like, that's the thing that kills, because my dad, because my dad died. I was young when my dad died. Yeah. So my dad died before I was on television. Like, my dad died before I had a job on TV, before I started doing this stuff with you. Like, he, he knew, like, he knew that this was, like, going to be sort of my path, but he yeah. didn't get to see it. Right. Like, he didn't get to hear it. Right, and he would just be like, and he, but he loved radio. Don't you ever like, talk he to him? Loved radio. No, like as I talk to my my grandfather in the shower. <laughs> yeah, I know you talk to dead papa all the time, but no, I don't actually. I don't do that. I don't talk to. I don't talk. You'd to be my surprised. Dad. They answer. Yeah, no, I I find it um, cathartic. No, I don't find it cathartic because you would think that you know that there's you you, you sort of had the mentality of there's so much left to say and there's so much. You know, there's so much that you would want to know and no, you would want to ask. No, it's not a matter of saying and knowing. It's a matter of, of getting them to do things for you. No, I don't do that. I don't do that. I don't treat it that way. It's like when, to me, like they're, when somebody's gone, they're That's gone. It. If I think about stuff, I think about the stuff that I can I can remember and I think about like that kind of stuff. But I, I don't I do not do that thing where I, I know some people do. I know some people really enjoy that. They, they, they'll sit and they can have a full conversation where I would find that just wildly frustrating. Yeah. I don't know if I would be able to, I don't know if I I'd be able to do See, that. That was a legit sad moment that Mocha, the last time I cried on the show was about Big Brother. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> when somebody gets evicted from the house. Hello, this is Ronza Mocha. What's your name? Hi, it's Elizabeth. What up, girl? So my my uncle passed away like five years ago mm-hmm. and my dad goes to this like spiritual lady person and she was like talking to him, like talking to my uncle about it. But like my dad didn't tell her that my uncle passed away. Right. She had no idea. But this girl was like, like telling my dad all the stuff about my uncle and describing him and saying that because I was in a car accident a few years ago, mm-hmm. and 
she said that he like turned the wheel so that I wouldn't die. Your dad's getting scammed, and so yeah. are you. I don't know if That's I believe what, in that kind of stuff, man. It's, uh, I don't believe in it either. It's a, it's a vicious world. This is why the world sucks. This is why it's so it's so it's so terrible that you know somebody is they make a living off this and they're very good at what they do. Like these people yeah. are these people are brilliant at what they do. You know, it's like when you see David Blaine do something like a trick or you see anything that is just sort of mesmerizing that you've never seen a person do before because they're just so talented. You know, that's what these people are and that's what they do. And they take people's money to uh, fake talk to their dead. And their emotions. And it's hard. Yeah. And they, to, to fake talk to their dead relatives. Now, if you're sort of using that as a form of therapy to sort of, to maybe come to terms with something where you, you still have a little skepticism going into it, you know, there, there's that. But the, the idea that we, that the world just sucks so hard that there's people who will take your money and have you come to their house and sit in their living room so they can fake talk to a dead relative to make you feel good about yourself is just it's criminal i don't think that the person that your dad was talking to the spiritual person may not have known when your father walked in that your uncle passed away but asking the right types of questions the right kind of questions without saying is there anybody dead in your family or who are you here to talk to me about Uh, asking the right questions would give that person the answer first of all they're very smart the fact that he's even in that room is more than enough for her to build something on. Yeah. For sure. You know? Then how do you it, explain me talking to my dead papa all the time? Oh, enough for your dead papa, Maury. <laughs> no, but I'm saying, then how Does do you explain that? It works. Him? What's that? Does the dead papa answer him? Uh, no, but Maury, Maury claims that he asks his dead papa for favors and to help him out if he Maury's ever them? stuck in a gym and his dead papa um, uh, frequently helps him out, which is fine. And again, if you need to believe that, that's fine. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. I have a question for you, Dan and Maury. If you ask your dead papa for so much stuff, right, and you claim that he's helped you out of all these jams and helped you uh, attain all these things, how have you never asked your dead papa to help you get out of debt? He only helps me book guests for this (laughs) show. Right, yes. Otherwise, don't you think abs would be on the top of that list? (laughs) That's true. He's only our guest booker. Right, yeah. No, Maury can't ask for things like debt relief and a Um, (laughs) six-pack. What a life that would be. He only helps out with the show. Uh, But yes, no. Uh, some if somebody's doing it like Maury does it to make himself you know he needs he needs something like that but man if somebody if your your father's paying somebody to to fake talk to his dead brother like you got to be kidding me man oh like, for it's sure just, I know it's a, it's a vicious it's a vicious world yeah definitely would dead papa not agree Maury he says no he says no <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast Brad Smith remember what? you know, remember Brad Smith oh he was um, he was the guy, bachelor. Canada's Bachelor, he was, right? and then he was the host of. Uh, he was on Breakfast Television for a long time, and, and then he then was the chopped, and then Chopped Canada. Canada. And now yeah, he, now he owns a burger joint, and now he owns a burger joint. But, but anytime I would hang out with Brad, he would yeah. always like he'd always tap me on the butt. Really? Cause, yeah, because he has that athlete thing in him. Sure. Where it's just like it's that's how like he would just greet you it's that just way. Natural. It's just natural. He probably doesn't even think about it. No, and it was so shocking. Yeah. Right. Like, was it like a, a one pat? Or was it like a double? No, just like a one. Like, one. like yeah. Like he would, just, he would just <laughs> tap you. And it was, I was like, I was, in, I feel like, because at that moment, right? Because like, if you judge, if you start judging like masculinity and what it is being a man, all this stuff, you would never put uh, freely willing to accept a tap on the ass, right? 
It's just, right. it's just not on the list. It's yeah. just not on the list until you're in that moment. And then when it happens and you react in a sort of shocked way, I felt like I wasn't man enough to accept the tap right. on the ass. Like The whole world just shifts when another guy winds up tapping you on the butt to say, hey, good going, kid. Yeah. You know, it's a really weird, it's a really weird, I would never think to, to do that. To get used to. It's a really weird thing to get used to. It's, but I guess it's if, you're jarring. In that, if you're in that sports world, it just... Well, it all started from football. Football, and that's what he used to play. It's so. just natural, right? It's natural it to that. It just happens. Like, you think they do it like when those athletes see each other outside of the game? Yeah, I don't know. I they imagine do that. I, anyway? ima- I imagine they do. I imagine. Like I would, I would up, say they do. Let's say they meet up for a drink or whatever at the bar. Yeah. And uh, instead of like a fist yep. bump or like a what's up, yep. it's like a, a pat on the butt. Yeah, yeah. The pat on the butt is usually it's it's or is when that like the it's goodbye. a goodbye, <laughs> <laughs> right? It's it's usually a good it's a goodbye uh, yeah. thing. It's not usually a hello thing because <laughs> that would be like you would have to do. How would you do that? Because if you did that, Maury, come here for a well, second. Well, no, because it is a goodbye because you're sending them into the field. It, yeah, you're sending them. You're sending them off. But if it was a hello thing, it would have to be upon the greeting. So it would have to happen during a handshake, right? Yeah. No, don't bend over don't in front of me. What over. are you doing? Have you ever who, watched sports before? Who walks into a room like that? Maury just walked up to me, turned around, and bent over. <laughs> no, Not that it, kind of hello. It would have. Tell me. It would have to be like this. Like okay. no, Maury. Again, don't turn around. Well, how are you supposed to get to my bum? No. <laughs> okay, because have you never watched sports? No, no. Um, okay, we're we're not doing the just, just, we're not doing the, so the goodbye. You? Yeah, you're walking towards okay. me, but I'm just saying, like, no, don't. You're not walking. We know each other. <laughs> Maury just went to like walk by me, like he we're on a like sidewalk. A stranger on the street. Like a stranger on the street. Listen, just, how do you not understand the concept of what's happening right now? I, are you trying to live out some fantasy where some guy tweaks you? Well, you're no, just this is very <laughs> awkward to me right now. Okay, okay. So what God. I'm saying, Maury, is that if you did it on a greeting, I would have to hear like I'm in like. Hey, Maury, how's it going? I shake your hand. Yeah. And then in order to do it on a greeting, I would have to pull Maury in very close. Oh, Why are yeah. you turning weird? God, dude, you're... <laughs> I don't know what you want me to do. You're the most awkward individual, even in a fake situation. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm blushing. <laughs> oh, this is so funny. He's, the guy's... He's not no, trying to I, court you right now. I know, but this is like I've never planned this out in my head. <laughs> <laughs> this situation would have happened differently had you planned <laughs> it out, right? That's why I bent over. <laughs> wow, so, right away. all the times you thought that there might be a chance that I might touch your butt, it didn't go like this, and no. now you don't know what to do with the situation? No, I'm just, am I walking back? Am I bending? What do you want me to do? I'm like, oh my God, so many dreams. Okay, you've thought about this a lot then. <laughs> Clearly, yes. Okay, well, now it's not going to happen. Go sit down. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. At what age do they say that we as people peak? What is the best age of our lives? Like for happiness. Just, yeah, the best. Where everything is just the best. Like at what year in your life was everything just the best? Like 35 maybe? That's when it was the best? Really? Yeah. Maury, what would you say? 18. 18. No, I'm just saying that based on this. Yeah, they they've come up with the age where everything was the best. But can I defend in 18? Life. It's because you you were still living at home. You didn't really have any responsibilities, and if you needed money, you asked mom and dad. But you have responsibility at 18, though. 
That's what? just bad parenting if you don't. Oh. <laughs> the best age, they say, where we peak yeah. is, is nine. Nine. <laughs> nine years old? Come on nine now. years old. So my brother Kyle is the happiest right now this he'll ever is be. The, Wait, it why? Is, he why? is peaking nine? right now. Yeah. Roxy next year will peak. This is when uh, at nine... You don't have a whole lot of responsibility. You reap all the benefits of being a kid, but you're old enough to enjoy really, really cool things. But you don't understand what you're, what no, you're enjoying. No, of course you understand what you're yeah, enjoying Yeah, I would at say nine. nine years old you do. Now, but what do you miss most about being nine? Well, so they, I, so, I can't it, even remember nine. Birthday presents. Right, birthday birthday presents, okay? So that's on the list of things that you miss most about being nine. Oh, eating yeah. whatever you want and not getting a belly. Eating whatever you want and not getting oh, yeah, a belly. yeah, you got that nine-year-old metabolism? Right? Sleepovers. <laughs> Yeah, true. true. Not showering every day. Not showering every day. Uh, so on the list of things things that you Wait, miss as an adult, you minus miss. Minus the getting the belly stuff. This is yeah. like kind of stuff that you live and do right now, Maury. <laughs> but I get the belly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, weekends with nothing to do. No errands to run and no yeah, chores. Nothing. Right? You sit around watching But there's TV homework, though. That's yeah. the problem, though, right? <laughs> no. Uh, compared to now, life now as an adult, yeah. I'd rather have like two, three hours of homework. So tonight. would I. Uh, eating candy at number nine. Yeah, yes. more yeah. eating candy, not candy. Your clothes being laid out for yeah. you. Um, number eight, having someone else cook all your food. Yes. Most deaf, most deaf. <laughs> right? Yeah. Zero responsibility when it comes to making meals. Yeah. Zero See, but responsibility. But I still have that now. Uh, seven, uh, playgrounds. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, six, family trips. Uh-huh. Uh, spending quality time with your parents at number five. Uh, people, yeah. people miss that. Uh, not having to work at number four. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, playing outside with your friends until it's too dark. Yeah. <laughs> Come in, right? It's too dark uh, outside. Number two, summers. Oh, the best, right? Because summers when you were nine are way superior to summers when you're an adult. Yeah, right. Just like the best. Yeah, and, now it's a huge and cost. The number one thing on the list that people miss the most about being nine once you're an adult our school vacations. So what they mean by that is like March break off. Oh yeah. Christmas break. Christmas break off. All the PA days. All the PA all days. All the long weekends. All the long weekends. Man. But when you're a parent of a nine-year-old, you kind of get those things back again, don't you? No. Don't you still get to play outside with your kids until it's dark? Yeah, yeah sure. They can all I, play with you. Yeah, but then I got all their friend and nine-year-old friends. But then I got to go and clean up the lawn darts and hula hoops. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's not the same thing. It's I can't just leave my junk and who's everywhere. paying for those lawn darts and hula hoops? You, you are, as the adult. Yes, thank you. No, no, it's a different thing. I love playing with my yeah, kid. Yeah, you're right. Don't get me yeah. wrong, but it's as a, as a grown-up, you have different responsibilities when you're playing with a kid. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they say, if you missed it, by the way, uh, the age that you peaked, the greatest age of your entire life, where life was perfect, uh, was nine. Oh, man. <laughs> hey. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. We're going to talk to a guy named Nick Caruso in a second. The new book is called Does It Fart? Yeah, which is a question that happens in my house all the time when you have a kid. You always want to know what farts and what doesn't fart. Uh, like goats, for instance. I imagine goat farts to be just atrocious. Yeah. No offense to goats. And yes, let me read you this from the book. In 2015, a plane full of 2,000 goats leaving Kuala Lumpur was forced to land unexpectedly after all the gas produced by the goats on board set off the fire alarm. No! Yeah, so goat, goat farts are just about the worst. But when you start going through the list of what farts and what does not fart in the animal world, in the insect world, in the everything world, uh, it's truly fascinating. Yo, Nick Caruso, what up, man? It's Raza Mocha. Hey, how you doing? Doing great. Uh, fine. Finally, finally, there's a book that uh, accurately tells you which animals fart and which animals do not <laughs> fart. 
and because I actually had this conversation the other day because we we, we adopted a brand new kitten not that long ago and uh-huh. we have two other cats at home uh, Nick and the other cats I've never noticed whether they fart or not but I swear that the the new one the baby uh, she farts a lot do cats fart oh they definitely fart and uh-huh. I think my cat wanted to celebrate our book release and he uh actually gave us a, a pretty pretty bad one on uh, Tuesday. <laughs> Let me tell you, Nick, we have a golden retriever at home. He's five years old. His name's Tig. When that dog farts, yeah. oh boy, burn the house down. Really? Get out. Leave. <laughs> really? Yeah. Sell it. Wait, it's how ruined. did all this come about? Uh, you writing a book called Does It Fart? Um, so it started with uh, my, my co-author, Danny uh, Rabiati. Uh, she, her brother had asked her if snakes farted, uh, back last year in January. Yeah. Um, she didn't know, uh, but she thought, you know, maybe, maybe this, uh, David Steen, a, a snake expert, uh, would know. So she asked him on Twitter. He, he did. He's actually answered that question before. Farts are, are pretty funny and, and people want to know this. So this is, you know, we should make does it fart a thing. Wow. Uh, from there, Danny suggested a, a spreadsheet. And we started getting a, a lot of scientists, zookeepers, and uh, anyone else who had firsthand knowledge of a specific species of animal farting contributing to this spreadsheet. Right. I'm just thinking of one of those situations that you could possibly be in. Like you're the guy on the subway and you realize you've left your bag behind with your laptop in it. And as the subway's leaving, you're screaming out, no, my book is on there. And somebody's like, oh my God, what are you writing? And you're like, a book on what farts and doesn't. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> like it's a very difficult, <laughs> it's a very yeah. difficult thing. But when you actually read uh, the way that you've broken all of this down, it's fascinating. Fascinating. So Mocha here, I'll run through a couple with Mocha because Mocha hasn't seen the list yet. I have it in front of me. I want to go through a couple of these with both you guys. Uh, Mocha, cockroaches, do they fart or do they not fart? Uh, They do not. So they do fart. uh, What? Cockroaches? And they they can fart methane out and and they probably farted in your food right yeah <laughs> yeah cockroaches probably farted in your food <laughs> cockroaches are disgusting already uh, okay uh, o- octopus do octopus fart mocha oh that definitively no i'm going to say no they don't you are correct they don't they don't fart um they don't seem to have the same, you know, gas-producing uh, microbes in their intestines and in their in their gut. Do any fish fart? Yes, there really? are some fish that fart. <laughs> really? Like which ones? <laughs> well, there are some fish that absolutely need to fart. So there's a fish uh, called the bolson pupfish. Okay. That uh, during the summers can get gas buildup. They typically will bury themselves in the sand. Uh, at the bottom of their uh, small pools, but if they build up gas, they float up to the top uh, and can either, one, get picked off by birds pretty easily, just kind of bobbing in the water, or they're, they can just burst from, from gas. When they bury themselves in the sand because they have to fart, is that because they're dating someone new? <laughs> I gotta go in the other room for, for a minute, baby, just real quick. Okay, uh, Mocha, um, yeah. do, uh, do sloths fart? I'm gonna, uh, God, they're pretty lazy. I'm gonna say yes, but I'm gonna say it's like a real long and slow <laughs> fart. <laughs> they they don't fart. What? Um, they're one of the very few mammals that don't fart, um, and and their their digestion is pretty slow. They 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 poop maybe once every three weeks or so. 
Really? And so, <laughs> are there any sort of? Because humans look at farts like you sort of look down your your nose at it. It's not really socially acceptable. But are there any sort of like animals that are proud farters? Like, is the fart ever used uh, to lure a mate? In the animal world, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean. Like, are there any proud farters? Um, not for mate luring, um, but primate species other than humans are very proud uh, farting in terms of not showing any shame. Okay. Uh, and so, some of the scientists we've we've talked to, they actually use the sound of their farts to locate their study species. And- <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man, this is a fascinating book. I, wow. This is a fascinating book. Is this book good for kids? Can a kid read your book? Oh, yeah. 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 Okay, it is, cool. You know, it has some some scientific terms, but we do provide a glossary in the back, and kids will definitely enjoy it. Okay. That's amazing. Hey, thank you so much. Adults thanks. will as well. Okay. that's uh, uh, The new book is called Does It Fart? It's available right now. Nick Caruso, uh, thanks for joining us on the Roz and Mocha Show today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Hey. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So with Facebook now, everybody freaking out over Facebook. Taking my information. Well, yeah, exactly. Most people are so boring that their information would mean nothing to anybody anyway. But I guess they did a study over five days. Take it for what you want <laughs> as a five-day study of, of people who had deleted Facebook. Oh, God. And they said that after the five days, they were much happier and less stressed out having deleted Facebook. Yeah, right. Well, I, yeah, well yeah. But millions of people did delete it. They said the new study, people who deleted Facebook had lower stress levels after five days than people who kept their Just accounts. five days, though. Five days. Ask them next year. This is the most junkiest science I've ever read. Yeah. Um, because you do get that sort of dopamine hit when somebody interacts with something that you've posted on Facebook. But I don't even have notifications turned on for anything anymore. I don't get notifications for anything, but people still are tied to something like Facebook. Yeah, but when I go on vacation and turn my phone off for yeah. two weeks, I feel so cleansed you are somebody. You are somebody who needs to delete everything. Yeah, I agree. It stresses you out way too also, much. Also, stop lying about no, turning but then everything it'll drive off when me you're on vacation. i to figure out how to undelete something. Like, like, I'd Maury, rather just have it. No, Maury told me this morning that Catherine um, made his weekend and ruined his weekend. How? Well, because Maury gave uh, Roxy, she's really into Bob Ross the painter, God bless, oh, yeah. two-inch brush. Um... <laughs> So she a spends big soft afro. Yeah, she spends her weekends <laughs> watching Netflix Bob Ross while painting. Oh, she gets out all her painting gear, two inch brush, and Super uh, cute, dude. yeah, and just and paints with Bob Ross. So Maury um, bought uh, Roxy this little tiny Bob Ross bobblehead that talks and does all his like famous sayings. Oh, yeah. and it's it's awesome. Oh, yeah. It's cute. awesome. She loves it. And then I guess at some point Catherine took a picture of it and posted it on Instagram. Yeah, and that just like made Maury's life oh and added him like shout it like her, my, her first ever shout out to me on what IG. did she say she's like roxy always uh paints because of her new hero bob ross and now has an action figure to go along with it thanks to at demit morning okay and I was then like, what yeah and then morning got like super proud and went to show matthew yeah it's like oh my god you're not going to believe this yeah first of all being validated over what my girlfriend instagrams is so weird morning but uh, then he went to get Matthew to show it off, and Catherine had deleted the post. Oh, no. <laughs> right? And I don't know why. I don't know why she deleted it. I have no idea. Yeah. But Maury was crushed. Oh, no. And Matthew was like, why Why did you make that up? How like, much she of didn't your... post it, and you don't have to lie to me. How much of your weekend did that ruin, honestly? Uh, I would say a day and a half. A day and a half. day and a half? Yeah. Yeah, because I got in the car with Maury this morning, and I was like, hey, man, I haven't seen you in four days. How was your weekend? He's like, fine. 
And I was oh, like, cool, snap. what did you do? He's like, oh, you know, we two dinners and it was just like so busy. And I was like, fine, okay, man, Maureen doesn't want to talk. He's in a terrible mood, so I'll just sit here and say nothing. Oh, yeah, and she after deleted like, it. Yeah, and after 25, 30 seconds of silence, Maury goes, so uh, Catherine made my weekend and ruined it. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> that's not right. something you want to me. hear as soon as you get in the car yeah. and then he's already like ripping on your girlfriend. Yeah, but like what am cool. I going to do about yeah. this? Don't talk to me about my girlfriend's Instagram. Did you... I, I, did you text I, I her? Nothing. Like, oh, no, 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 no. You can't do that. Oh, oh so you just complained to her boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, you just complained to me about it. You just stress out over it. So believe me, if anybody needs to delete all this stuff out of their life... It's you. You would be so much better but off. How am I supposed to just... know what Catherine's posting? <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Did you hear this clip of uh, Donald Trump? What do you say now? <laughs> uh, Is it him bashing tippy, Amazon? Tippy top shape. <laughs> tippy top shape. <laughs> just, so this was, I don't know, who's he talking? Was it just his Easter speech? The whole, right, the whole world. Okay. Also, I want to thank the White House Historical Association and all of the people that worked so hard with Melania, with everybody oh, yes, Melania. to keep this incredible house or building or whatever you want to call it, because there really is no name for it. It is special. And we keep it in tip top shape. We call it sometimes tippy top shape. <laughs> and it's a great, great place. Isn't it called the White House? It, first of all, yes, it does have a name. Everybody it's, knows the it's name. Called it's called the White House. It's called the White House. And I'm yeah. sure there aren't people walking around yeah. the White House being like, this, this place is in tippy top shape. <laughs> <laughs> How old is this man? He's, I think he's almost 70, right? Isn't Trump 70? Who says tippy top shape? Old though? guys. Old guys. But when you're the president of the United States, you don't go around saying, the spot has no name. No. Meanwhile, it's the White House. And also, you don't say, no. we keep it in tippy-top shape. No, old people have the best. Old people have the best Do you things. think this 71-year-old was saying tippy-top shape just because he was talking to a field of children? No, because I think this is how he talks. My grandfather, the one who um, told me that uh, the reason why you have a belly button is so you can fill it full of sugar when you go to bed so you can dip your rhubarb in it as a snack before you fall asleep. <laughs> No, that's that's a, cooler that, than that's tippy a, top. That's what belly buttons that are for. Yeah, but he always so used, his. He would always, if you did anything as a kid around him, he would just tell you to go piss up a rope, right? <laughs> <laughs> Which, and I never, I knew that that meant, I knew that that meant, get out of here, you're bothering me, leave me alone. But I never in my life have dissected where that would have come from. Because it just seems like a very difficult task to do, first of all. Like, but, uh, piss up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I never knew. But as a kid, you knew exactly what he was saying. You're like, oh, geez, okay. <laughs> yeah, I better get out of here. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Busy Phillips. Was that again? She. I love Busy Phillips because I was a fan of Cougar Town and she was like the best friend of Cougar Town. Busy. She's done a lot. Okay. She, you would know her from Instagram. She's she's the best friends with Michelle Williams. They were oh. in the, they were in the, yeah they were in okay, the, the yeah, Dawson's yeah. Creek photo shoot together. Sure. Uh, so she does this Insta story where she's just absolutely crushed because I guess she brought the family. The family went to Hawaii over the Easter long weekend, and she's got two little girls, Cricket and Birdie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. And she on their way home, I guess, forgot. Um, Birdie, the little one, 
her stuffies in the hotel room. So listen to how this is like the this is the most crushing. So this is Busy Philip uh, on her Instagram. I ended our wonderful family vacation with a total parental fail. Birdie's favorite bear, Radar, <laughs> and her other bear, Flat Bear, were left. I called and housekeeping hadn't found them, so I think they were really tangled up in the sheets and they just went to the place where they wash the sheets and so hopefully oh, no. tomorrow they'll find them. Oh no! But it doesn't make anything better that of course, like, oh no! all of Cricket's animals made it back. <laughs> I just feel like such a and there was a lot of confusion in packing oh, today because oh, of the, because it was Easter oh, and so Cricket wanted to do the Easter egg hunt like... and so I had packed like half of the stuff and then I left and Mark was doing the other half and, and I know it's just a mistake and these things happen but it's like, you know, it's like the worst when you're a parent and it's like your responsibility to like keep everything straight. Oh no! <laughs> That is the worst. It's oh, the worst. no. It's the worst. Having an eight-year-old at home, Roz, yeah. have you experienced oh. where Roxy lost or it was misplaced a, uh, a stuffy or anything like that? Yeah, we've had, like, we've had moments like that and you just, like, you, there's no there's no recovery and, and you, you wind up feeling twice as bad because the kid sure. just feels bad because their stuffy's gone right yeah. but you as a parent you feel terrible because your kid lost their favorite stuffy but also you're the one responsible yeah you know that is part of your job as a parent you got to keep your kid alive keep your kid fed uh but you also have to take care of their stuffies right yeah. especially when you're on vacation like stuffies on vacation is like another kid you cannot say to a kid also that stuffy is your responsibility it's not you are the par- you are the parent of all the things on that trip and when you forget something or leave something behind <gasps> It's like it's like going to war. It's like oh, it's like one of our. It's no. like one of the troops got left behind, yeah. and you're the general. Like lost that's on you, right? We lost a soldier in Hawaii. He didn't make it back. Oh no! You know, poor Birdie. Oh no! Yeah. So I. She feel really poor, feels bad, man. eh? Oh my god! Oh, sucks. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, let me read you this. Okay. Uh, millennials, because I know you love a millennial story. Listen, because I am a millennial. You are not a millennial, but for right the, smack dab in the middle. For the purposes of this, uh, they I, say millennials would rather be fired by text than face to face. It's true. I would rather receive. Would you a text. really? Yeah. See, uh, one in eight millennials say that they would rather get fired from their job with a text or an instant message rather than face to face or on the phone. Exactly. The survey also found 86% of millennials prefer to do all their work communications by text or email, and only 14% like doing things in person or over the phone. But then you don't understand tone. Right. Like if someone were to fire you over text message, you don't know if they're saying, you know what, this just isn't working out, you're fired, versus... This is not working out. Right. You're fired. See, people don't want to be part of a team anymore, which is fine. Work has changed. The, the mentality of work and the culture of work, everything has changed. We no longer get that job when we're 22 and hope, God, we work there until we're 65. I get it. It's changed. But people don't want to deal with people anymore, right? Everybody's working for themselves. Even when you're working for a company, 
the dream for people is to feel like you're working for yourself, meaning, you know, give me the paycheck, give me the benefits, but leave me alone no, but, and, and let me, let me produce, let me, let me do my thing. In their whole lives. We just get so used to dealing with machines, whether it's the drive through machine or the bank machine, nobody deals with people. So we just aren't used to dealing with people. No, but work, but when it comes to work though, you need communication for work, but they just don't want to communicate yeah, text with me. people. They want to communicate via text. You can still have have the same amount of communication, but they just don't want you to call them or call them into a meeting. Text them. If you have something to say to me, text it to me. Yeah, but then people yeah. deal with that that period after every word like you do. And right. It drives people nuts. Set up a group yeah. chat. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Invite me in a group chat on WhatsApp. We're yeah, good. That's it, huh? Yeah, let's yeah. collaborate so, that way. So you don't want to deal with anybody either? No. Wow. No. Yeah, why? I mean, I would when prefer, I my phone. don't get me wrong, I'd prefer to not deal with people, but I'm okay with it, with a meeting, and I'm okay with, if you want to call me. I'm fine with that. I'm I'll good on the phone. I'll Skype. Yeah? But unless it's people like FaceTiming. my dad who you, will text you, but then phone right. you. Did you get my text? Right. Well, see, for me, I just hate- uh, I, That's you. But I was raised by Frank. Yes, that's true. I just hate confrontation, and I will do things in my life to avoid confrontation. Uh-huh. And, I've, and this is confrontation. Where it happens is on the phone and in person. Yeah. Right? Confrontation. Everybody's tough over text. Sure. You know what I mean? Everybody. Everybody's yeah. tough over text. You can't slam a yeah. door on text. No. Come at me, bro, on text. Yeah. But you would not say half that stuff or have half your defense because what winds up happening is I, say, I send something to you as your boss and then you spend 15 minutes formulating the perfect yeah. response. Yeah, you SOB. Who do you think you to are me, talking to me that way after Googling. I've given X amount of years service making your company money? Yeah, Googling facts uh, you know, yeah. to, back, to back up your, your argument or your stupidity. Right. Uh, but you can't do that. You Ever can't since do that I started, you've seen an increase of X amount. Yeah, yeah. How but, dare uh, you? You'll never replace... I find I sound, me. I don't know if you're the same, I, fa- I sound so much smarter in text. <laughs> no, you uh, do not. No. Near. <laughs> no. <laughs> definitively near. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. The other day I was telling you about that mom who tried to get her 16-year-old son out of bed to go to church on Easter Sunday. Mm. She tased him. Yeah, she's, <laughs> yeah right. She tased him. <laughs> oh, no. So let me just, okay, so let me read you the story again. Because we have a clip of the mother now explaining why she did this. So an Arizona mom was arrested. This was on Sunday, Easter Sunday, uh, by police because she used a taser to wake up her 16-year-old son to go to church on Easter Sunday. Sharon Dobbins, who's 40, said (laughs) that she only sparked the taser to get the kids up and out of bed to go to church. She was arrested just after 8 a.m. Easter Sunday. The victim, her 16-year-old son, did not complain of any pain. But according to police, he did have two small bumps on his leg that they said were left there by the taser. The burn marks. The burn marks. That's, I shouldn't laugh. This is abuse. Um, but uh, but here's, here's the mom explaining. I said, get up. It's Jesus Day. I don't think I did anything wrong. Because you're supposed to put God first. And that's all I was trying to tell my kids. Put God first. He was like, Mom, I'm calling the police. I said, you can call police, UPS, DPS, whoever you want to call. <laughs> police were on the phone, and I told dispatcher, I told her, I said, you need to be with Jesus right now. Did you tase your son? No, I made, uh, I made the noise with the taser, but I did not tase my son. Nobody writes a book on the correct way of parenting. I told my sons this, honor that mother, that father, or the days will be shortened. That's my favorite. Okay, so two things, two things. See, okay. 
First of all, CPS should not roll off your tongue as smoothly as it does for this woman. Okay? Child Protective Services, the short form, should not be like something that you're very familiar with saying. It should be something that you have to think about for a little while and then be like, I think it's Yeah, exactly. What's that thing called? Oh, yeah. Child Protective. Go ahead. Call that the child. What is it called? That child. You shouldn't use. You don't just use short form so quick, lightning fast. CPS should not should not roll off your tongue. Also, the fact that she said that there's there's no book on you know on how to raise a child. This was the uh, end of Roseanne the other night, where Darlene was having trouble with her kid who wouldn't give her her passwords uh, for her social media account so she could monitor who she was talking to, and they were talking about raising kids and being a parent. And you know, Dan was like, "Well, you know." It's not like there's a book on how to raise a kid. And Darlene was like, there's actually thousands of books <laughs> on how to raise a kid. You know what I mean? <laughs> like when somebody says there's no book on how to, you like being a parent or raising a kid yeah. does not fall into that category because there are literally tens of thousands of books. Hey man, you go into a place like Indigo and there's a full <laughs> section that's labeled parenting yeah there's actually i wouldn't even say there's books there's an industry of books on how to raise kids and nowhere in there will you find tase them to go to church the Roz and mocha show podcast kids 92.5 this is Roz and mocha hi it's maury i have a quick question for you guys is this like maury's and armory where are you oh i'm in i'm in front of my computer but i, I figured know. you'd take me more seriously if i called in okay hold on so you have to understand if you're listening to this right now Maury is about six feet away from me and Mocha, but he's just like in another room where there's a giant 10 by 5 window. And I didn't realize you had call display. I can see you. <laughs> we don't need call display. Your mouth moving right now. <laughs> okay, what? Do you ever get one of those itches in your back that you just can't reach? They're in the middle of your back? Um, yeah. Yeah, sure. sure. So I wanted to phone in and just find out who's going to call it. What do you mean? Not it. I need someone to scratch my back. <laughs> what? I just said not it. Just lean up against just the freaking wall. Do what a bear like a... does. Go bear, man. Yeah. Go full bear. Open the, find a corner. Rub it on the corner. That's, That's not the same thing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you got to go full bear on this one. No, Mocha. No, rub no. it like a bear. Come on, Maury. That's I've never rubbed it like a bear. That I Rub it. No, scratch it like a bear. <laughs> hey, just hang up the phone for God's sake. And just get, get in here, get man. Get in here. You're, this is I don't ridiculous. So no, hang up the phone. It's going to start feedbacking well, well, now. Uh, no, there's not going to be any feedback. Yes, Maury, there is. Can you please just hang up the phone and be an addict? I have to get to my microphone. Oh, okay, yeah, this is because this sounds normal to people listening. Can you hear me still? Yes, thank you for hanging up. <laughs> it's right on my shoulder. I don't blade. care. Oh, go find it. See the corner right there where that window is. No. Window, window. So don't share it for God's sake. Yeah, stop it, Maury. Don't make fun of me. See that corner right there? Yeah, rub on that like a bear. It's not the same. Well, that's as good as it's going to get, buddy. You've heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> it's still itchy. That's not my problem. Wash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Number one comfort food for you, pizza or burgers? Pizza. Yeah. Easily. It's tough. Why? It's tough. What about you? Pierogies. I flip back and forth between pizza and burgers. My new secret order food is pierogies. Pierogies not on the list. If uh, there is, and the interesting thing about this list of comfort foods, who put the list together? Um, just a bunch of food nerds. Sure. Yeah. There's only one soup that made the list. Soup. Oh, can I guess? There's only one soup that made the list. 
If you could only put one soup on the list of the, and it's the top 10 comfort foods, what? Oh, it'd be chicken noodle. No, Italian wedding. Italian wedding? <laughs> yeah, Excuse me? Italian wedding soup. Where do you get Italian wedding soup? In a can. Oh, jeez. It's not chicken noodle. No, it's not chicken oh, noodle. Oh, is it tomato? Yeah. No, no, no. Matzo ball. Yeah. Matzo ball. Is it matzo ball? It's not. I just said it was tomato, Maury. Oh. I don't know. I would choose chicken noodle soup over... And when we're talking comfort foods, over right? Over tomato. I would 100% say chicken noodle yeah, soup over tomato, tomato soup. Yeah, tomato soup is pretty boring. Yeah, but I think more people enjoy tomato soup. I don't think so. I mean, so. Andy Warhol only had tomato soup for every meal. I don't know about uh, that, though. To me, chicken noodle, like when we're talking, like either, okay, so uh, the re- let me work out the rest of this list here. So we got pizza burgers, number one or number two. Yeah. Uh, uh, French fries, number three. Sure. Oh. Agreed. Sorry, fried chicken, number three. French oh, fries, number four. Agreed, agreed. Fried chicken. Do Pop- chicken strips or chicken fingers count as fried chicken? Yeah. Are they fried? Deep fried? I think so. Sure. Yes. If oh. they're breaded, deep fat fried, yes, Ooh, I would so say fried form. chicken. Okay. Mm. Yes. I would, I would, I would put that in the list. You got a deep fryer at home, right? I do. Yeah. Can you bring it in tomorrow? No. <laughs> Oh, please, it come would, on. No, we would, it would stink this whole place out. I have to deep fry in the garage. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. Okay, the, how about this? The deep fry is not in the kitchen. It's in the garage. Bring it in tomorrow, and yeah. we'll deep fry in the parking garage downstairs <laughs> oh before we start God, the show. Dude. Uh, pasta at number five, mac and cheese at number six, grilled cheese at number seven, mashed potatoes at number eight, mm. chili at number nine, and then tomatoes. Really? Yeah, and then tomato soup at number ten. Interesting that they put pasta and mac and cheese when there's technically the same thing. Yay. But prepared differently, though. True, yeah, but they no, fall no, under no. pasta. No, 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 they don't. Mac and cheese, I would say, is not pasta. But it is a pasta. No, it's not. But it, it doesn't matter. It's it's uh, it's mac and cheese. It is not pasta. Yeah. No, if but, somebody no, said, "Hey, it, it if, if I went to somebody's pasta. house and I and they were like, "Hey, you want to come for dinner?" and I was like, "Yeah, cool," uh, and then uh, there was, I was like, "What are we having?" and they were like, "Pasta," and I sat down. And if they gave me mac and cheese, first of all, I'd think they were trashy. Uh, but secondly, <laughs> uh, secondly, I would say that this is not pasta. This is mac yeah. and cheese. No, but There's macaroni is from the pasta family. It, it, you sh- of course, it is. Yes, but you don't call it pasta. You call it macaroni and cheese. But they sell it in the pasta aisle. Yeah, but if you go home and Matthew says to you, hey, we're going to have pasta tonight, what do you assume? He's going to make pasta and sauce. Right. right. Pasta with tomato sauce. End of discussion. Let's continue. That's pasta. Right, but I'm just saying that they put pasta and macaroni in two separate things. To me, right. because they're separate. Be, because spaghetti it could be a, and meatballs. It could be a slash. No, no, no. Because spaghetti and meatballs is wildly different than mac and cheese. Wildly different. So it's, you it's put two spaghetti, spaghetti different and meatballs things. with like uh, pasta. Cannelloni. No, I, yeah, I know more. Okay, listen. I would put it in the pasta category, yeah. which we already established is a different category than mac and cheese. Because I don't agree with that. Okay. Trashy. Well, we're trying to talk about soup. <laughs> I uh, we moved on from soup. Okay, no, no, but uh, but tomato soup at number ten. But I highly agree with you, Mocha. That uh, chicken noodle soup, if we're talking comfort foods, would be yeah. the soup on the list. Yeah. When you're sick, what do you have? Matzo yeah. You want chicken noodle soup. Matzo ball. Matzo ball soup to me is better than chicken noodle soup. Really? One hundred. Is it a chicken broth and matzo ball yes. soup? Though it is. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever had that. Have you never had matzo ball soup? No. Can we deep fry it? Parking garage? Tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Yes, 92.5. This is Roz and Mocha. Who's this? Good morning, Roz and Mocha. How are you? Great. How are you? I'm good. Okay, I don't know if you'll remember me. My name's Francesca. I called a couple weeks ago. Okay. And I had a question for Maury. Okay. Oh, Wait, Francesca from Woodbridge, right? That's me. Yeah, I remember you. So what's your question I for Dan and Maury? Okay, so Maury, there's this cheese that I used to be obsessed with and I can't find it anymore. It's like a triangle piece of cheese split into thirds. The middle is blue cheese and then the two outer thirds are port wine. So it's like this red cheese. It's 
so good. I don't know if you've come across it, if you know where to find it so or something, but that, I've been searching. That sounds like flavored brie. I don't know, because... The port wine side was just regular port wine cheese, and then the middle was a blue cheese. First of all, you're going to have to explain to Maury how exactly to divide something into thirds. I kind of, <laughs> so funny you said that. I was trying to do that with my fingers. Like, is that three? So that's cut into three. Yeah, correct. Uh, so what is the question? You, you used to like a cheese, and now you don't? No, I love it, but I can't find it. So I was wondering if Maury knew where to find it or if he's come across it. Oh, so, being a cheese expert on the show. This is so upsetting. Expert. I can't yeah. bear it. Okay. So, do you know where you can find this cheese more, or no? Uh, if it's Did you just put this call through for the pun? No, I, no, it came to me just instantly. Okay. <laughs> just, you know, because because. Right. Um, <laughs> if it's one that I've seen before, they have, I mean, in most grocery stores in the cheese section, I, I, Longo's, for example, they do have the wine-flavored brie, and that's why I'm convinced what you're having is, God, I sound so smart, is wine-flavored brie. Oh. Well, maybe. That makes sense. Where do I find that? Because it's not at Fortino's. Which is shocking that it's not at Fortino's. Check Longo's. I've seen that there. Yeah, okay. I'll look at Longo's now. Ma- Mocha, you shop at Longo's. You talk about it all the time. Hey, Maury, what's the saddest cheese? I don't know. Blue cheese. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, bro. It's so funny with all Thanks, the Thanks, man. Thanks. <laughs> hey, we got to go. Thanks, Francesca. <laughs> okay, thanks, Maury. I'm feeling really good about our conversation. Oh, oh. stop it. <laughs> Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, I was just going through some of the um, April Fool's jokes because April Fool's kind of got lost in all the Easter stuff. Did you do a prank or no? Yeah, because, I mean, listen, Roxy loves April Fool's. It's like the greatest thing in the world for her. Yeah. But she even forgot, so I had to go in and remind her. I was like, that was dude, April yeah, Fool's? Yeah, I was like, dude. So what... So like, what'd she say? I was like, look at my phone. Because she doesn't want to prank me. She just wants to prank Catherine. Of course. That's because it's the greatest thing ever. Yeah. Is to prank, you prank mom? Yeah. So what we did is we went outside and uh, I took her in the garage and I grabbed two shopping bags and I sort of filled it with air, right? Yeah. I took a chopstick, like a little piece of wood, and yeah. I jammed it through the back of these empty shopping bags. Okay. That were inside each other to make it thicken it up a little bit. Yeah. And then on the end of that chopstick, I just stuck a, an empty toilet paper roll. Okay. Right. So it was a hole going into the back of this bag with a chopstick. And then the bags it, inflated. And then the bags inflated. And there was a toilet paper roll on the end of that chopstick, but the chopstick was sticking out behind the end of the bag. Right. Yeah. So I told Roxy, hold the top of the bag really, really tight with your hands. And I'm going to pick you up and I'm going to have one arm around you. And in my other hand, I'm going to be working the chopstick in the bag. Right. And huh? so she went to the door. And she started kicking at the door as I'm holding her, going, Mom, Mom, open. I caught a bird. (laughs) Right? And so I'm I'm working this thing in this bag, and this bag is, like, flipping everywhere. And the Catherine comes to the door, doesn't know what we're saying, and just casually opens the door. And then she's like, what? And she's like, I caught a bird. And then she freaked out. And then Catherine freaked out? Yeah, of course she did. How'd you find out about that? That's very intricate. Yeah, two seconds it took me. I'm brilliant. <laughs> I don't my brother. I'm, I'm great. Good. I'm great at pranks. No, but like how that. Did you hear about that one? I didn't. That... I just made it up on the spot. I went in the garage and I was like, "What do I have in the garage? I got two bags and empty toilet paper roll and a chopstick." Don't ask me why I keep one chopstick in the garage. <laughs> but that was actually going to be my next question. <laughs> right. I, I got my brother really good. What did you do? Because uh, it's his birthday. I asked him what he really wants for his birthday, and he's a yeah. huge fan of the Boston Bruins. Right. So I, he said, "Can you get me a jersey?" I'm like, "Okay, no problem. I'll get you a Boston Bruins jersey." Yeah. So I went and found the one place in Toronto that has these things. And I took a picture of the shirt where I was getting the the name put on the back. Yeah. And on the back, I put Leafs fan. Oh, God. 
So I sent a picture to my brother going, no problem. I got you, fam. Because he hates the Leafs and loves Boston. Right. He was so angry. I posted it on Instagram and he wrote on yeah. my Instagram, he wrote, uh, way to be mature. So then, <laughs> oh, no, you got roasted by your so little brother. My parents, I handed him the bag. I'm like, happy birthday. Open your gift. And he's looking at me going, but I knew what it is. I'm like, open it up. And of course, the gift, the, the gag was there was no name put on the back. Oh. I just like, completely oh, upset him wow. for this whole time. That's great. That's great, though. I like that. That's and a I good said, one. You have 50 years to get me back. So when you give somebody a jersey, let me ask you this, because you wear a lot of jerseys, Mocha. Uh. Uh, do you get your own name on the back of a jersey, or do you put a player's name on the back of a jersey? Well, here's the thing. I I now I tend to not get any, any name, name right. on the back because I've been burned in the past where I've bought a shirt right. or a jersey or whatever right. that has a player's name on the back, yeah. and they're with the team maybe they leave like the next season yeah, and then tough. I got that so crap put your name on it then I got that shirt but do you so put your out. own name on it though? all my jerseys uh, all my jerseys say Maury I only have one jersey because it was gifted yeah, to me yeah right there's mocha on the back right like I see sometimes you see it like a game where like a guy's wearing a Leaf jersey and like the, the name on the back just reads like Mitch loves Cheryl you know what I mean <laughs> like people <laughs> really like people really go out of their way to personalize yeah. jerseys yeah. you know what I mean so I don't I don't know what the I don't know what that I don't know Mine what you says do in that Maury, situation and I got one for my dad that says Frank yeah yeah really but I think that he, why would you put Sherman on the back because then that could be there are players named Sherman I wanted him it, to look like it's for him Frank. <laughs> there's no player named Frank <laughs> you don't know that though. <laughs> There's a player out there, and his last name is Frank. <laughs> That'd be rare. Yeah, no, but... that was good. Did you get uh, Jenna with anything on April Fools or no? Ah, uh, okay. no. no, no, you didn't. No, because you forgot, or you're too lazy, or no good at it. Uh, the first two. The first two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Do you watch the Planet Earth series at all? Love, love. So I was watching Planet Earth 2 last night yeah. with Roxy, burnt through like two or three episodes. And what I love is watching how things find a mate and how they show off. Like they'll find these birds yeah. and these birds make these colorful nests and some birds love different colors, right? So this, this one species of bird will go around this city and only finding like white pieces of paper and white bags and white, like just everything. Yeah. And then they make this like, they make like a, a bachelor pad, right? right? And they got to get it looking good. And then when it's not enough, if they want to like add a little pop of color to it, they go to other birds' bachelor pads and start stealing their stuff when, no. when they're not there. Savage. And so there were these two birds. And again, when they film this stuff, I don't know how many thousands of hours they have to go through filming birds before you find something cool. But this other bird had it also a, a beautiful white nest, like a yeah. beautiful white bachelor pad. It's ready. But in his nest, he had two red things. Uh -huh. He had a red dinky car. <laughs> no. Yes. Yeah. He had a red dinky car like and it beat my ride, baby. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. He had a, he had you a, ever date a bird with a Corvette? <laughs> right. <laughs> he had he had a red dinky car. Yeah. He had a red dinky car and a uh, a stuffed tiny little red heart that he found on the street. Oh, cute. Okay. Yeah. So this other bird steals the red dinky car and the red heart and oh, brings no. them and brings them back to his place. Yeah. And the adult birds, what they have on the back of their head is they can flip their when they're looking for uh, a mate, they flip their hair up and it's all purple underneath so when you walk into the all white bachelor pad with the the red dinky car and the red stuffed heart and then you flip up the thing and the, you see the purple feathers underneath and women are just supposed to drop to their knees 
<laughs> yeah. And then so this woman shows up and she's uh-huh. sort of like checking out his place. Yeah, and he's like, like, hey, nice, <laughs> nice <laughs> right? digs. Nice digs, right? <laughs> yeah. And uh, she comes over and the, the one little bird brings her some of the white stuff and he, she's, he's like, you like the white stuff? Check out the right? quality of this. Check out the quality of this. <laughs> yeah. And still nothing, right? And oh, then he's no. like, and then he's like, okay, maybe you want my, like my dinky car. So he picks up the dinky car and brings the dinky car over to her. And he's like, maybe you'd like my car. What do you think of my car? And then she's kind of like, okay, I'm into this. Yeah. And then the narrator is like, he's got one more tool in his bag, yeah. the stuffed red heart. And then so he grabs the little stuffed red heart, brings it around to the other side of the nest and puts it down in front of this woman, in front of the, 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 the ladybird. And then the ladybird sort of looks at it, picks it up in her mouth. Yeah. And it's at this point that the bird realizes that it wasn't a woman, but a young male bird who was not yet fully developed. Oh! <laughs> and, and the young male bird took the heart and flew away for no. his nest. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh, it was a straight it was a, setup. It was a total oh, setup. Oh man, and the, the and robbery the, took yeah, place. And he was acting like a woman and everything, right? He was just like flirting and rubbing, Whoa, like totally acting like a woman man. until he could jack the guy. He committed the robbery. <laughs> oh no, that sucks. Yeah, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Major League Baseball wanted to find out who the youngest and the oldest teams are in the league. As in, like, as in av- age, as in age, age okay. average. Uh, and I don't know why, but they did this like average age of a major league player on opening day. Now, <laughs> you know, what? the average age is 28.91 years old. Last man. season, it was 29. What's the who's the oldest person playing? Oldest person? I yeah. that I don't know. I like can how find old that. How many players play for? Well, it, how long? Yeah, at least until like maybe their forties. Do they really? I would say so. So the Philadelphia Phillies are the youngest team in all of Major League Baseball with an average of twenty six point nine two really? years huh? old. The other young teams, age wise, player ages uh, in the league are Cincinnati, Miami. Pittsburgh, St. Louis, and the Yankees. Jeez. Now the Toronto Blue Jays are the oldest in oh, the no. league. Really? With an average of 31.01. Oh no. Other leagues that are averaging the oldest would be the LA Angels, Seattle, San Francisco, and uh, Cleveland. Here's but the a- Toronto Blue Jays According to this research done by Major League Baseball, age-wise, not age of the team, age of oh, the players, God. oldest Jeez. in the league. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, I'm trying to find something. I mean, there was like back in the day. Hold on. What was that thing I just saw? Back in the day, ball players used to be really old. Satchel Page was 59 still playing. Jesus. <laughs> Come on, there's no way. In 1933, a guy named Jack Quinn was 50. 49, 49, 48, 48. According to uh, yeah, a guy on the Mets with the last name Colon. On Meth? No, Mets. Oh. New York Mets. Oh. Maybe he's on Meth. I don't know. Uh, 43 years old. 43. God, I'll tell you, you know what? When you are 43 like I am, it is so disheartening uh, to know that there is a place in 
the world where adults do things, not like where kids thrive, but where adults do things, where you would be considered like a freak if you were still doing it at the age you're doing it. And like when I like pro sports, like hockey players and baseball players, it's like if I was like ESPN would be writing articles on me if I was 43 and still playing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's it's like LeBron James. LeBron James is 33 years old. 33. But and arguably the greatest player that has ever existed. And I know people are like, oh, what about Jordan? What about Jordan? What about Jordan? Let me tell you something. Yeah. Number one. Yes. Different era. Number two. And I'm a Jordan fan. Yeah. But LeBron James is the greatest basketball player in history. Yeah. And will go down as the greatest in basketball history. Sure. 33 years old. Yeah. And he's already. It's crazy. I don't want to say old, but yeah. he's been playing since he was a baby, yeah. basically. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. I, don't, I barely remember 33. <laughs> Come you on, know what I mean? And, like I, 10 and, years I, ago. and I still feel sort of young. Like, I'm kind of spry. Like, I got a spring in my step. I can still mow the lawn by hand. <laughs> you know what you I mean? do? You know? But, like, oh, you put no. me on a ball team, and suddenly I'm a dinosaur. Yeah. Like, I can't handle that. It's a terrible, it's a terrible all, realization. All, all that running. All that running. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Guess 92.5, Roz and Mocha. Hey, I can't believe I got through. Listen, you guys, I was just driving in like I do every morning from Richmond Hill, and you won't believe how much frustration I have, but listening to you guys, it lights up my morning, but it's these crazy drivers who want to tailgate you when you're doing your speed limit, and they just they start fingering you, they cut you off. I just want to say that at the end of the day, it brings me a lot of joy to hear you guys talk. You make me laugh. You guys are hilarious. I just wanted to call in and let you know that. Oh, wow. What is your name? Gurpreet. Gurpreet. So you drive from what? Richmond Hill into Toronto? Into Scarborough, actually. Oh, wow. Damn. Scarborough. And I, So I drive a minivan, and people just don't have patience. So just in the last week, I've got caught off by two people, flipped the bird, and yet, where's the cops when you want them to see them cut these people off yeah. um, and, and read them the rights, right? But I just, I, I took a chance and I said, you know what, I'm going to try to call. And luckily, somebody picked up and I'm thinking, wow, I can't believe I actually got through this. my first, first time phoning you guys. But you guys are hilarious. Your, your morning show really does light up a lot of people's lives. Oh, wow. Um, and Thank I, you, Gurpreet. And I can tell you, people at our work listen to you and... From Transcare Community Support Services, I just want to give a shout-out from all of us to you guys. So uh, oh, wow. say that again, Transcare what? Community Support Services. We're a home support seniors agency. There you go. Uh, we serve seniors, yeah. So it's a very uh, fun and passionate job. Uh, we have amazing people, and just the same, you guys light up our lives too. So. Oh, Damn, thank doing you. some good work out there, Gurpreet. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for calling. In between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? <laughs> I'm sorry. I got to stick with the brown guy, so it's going to be uh, oh, Mocha. Wow. That's great. Thanks. Couldn't see that one coming, Gurpreet. That's, that's what I'm talking about. Why? Why, Roz? Explain yourself. Explain your answer, Roz. I was just making a, a, a very generalized uh-huh. uh, assumption here. Uh-huh, uh-huh. No offense. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Gurpreet, you have a wonderful day. Thank you. Hey. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. How's it going, eight? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, better than Facebook, I'll tell you, my day. Uh, I had no idea, but because of all this stuff, when Facebook uh, allowed the personal data of 50 million different users to get into the hand of Cambridge Analytica, and then they in turn used it to profile people during the U.S. election, 
shares in Facebook are down 13% since March. Oh, wow. Okay, what that means... What that means is that Facebook has lost more than seventy billion dollars in market value since March. Like seven zero? <laughs> seven zero. A billion, like with a B. They've lost seventy billion dollars in market value since March. Yeah. <laughs> what you doing? And then Facebook? on top of that, you have Pet Boys, which is the auto parts dealer in yeah. the in the U.S. Uh, yesterday saying that they were suspending all advertising on Facebook, uh, joining uh, Mozilla, who also pulled their advertising. Firefox, right? And uh, yeah, Commerce Bank, which is a uh, German second largest banking chain. Wow. They pulled their advertising as well for Facebook. How do you like to lose $70 billion in a month? $70 billion. <laughs> Yeah, what are you going to do about that now? I don't Mark know. Zuckerberg? Yeah, I don't, I don't I don't know. I don't know. You know, and I don't know what the I don't know what the fix for, you know, for this is. And you know, I mean, but people aren't going to stop using Facebook altogether. No. Or if they will, it'll take a very long time before they do. It 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 does, but I think that it it all of this sort of new stuff, you know, everybody has to go through the bad in order to get to the people who fight against it and then it sort of just becomes indifference, right? Like my it's interesting. When I grew up smoking cigarettes was what young kids did and it was cool and it made you fit in and it was very sure. social and it was everything else. But a whole generation and generation and generation all had to realize how terrible cigarettes were for you before now you get somebody like my kid. Like if we are in a car and my kid sees somebody smoking in another car, she like starts jawing at them. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's like it's just it just doesn't happen anymore. Sure. It's not cool. It's for losers, basically, right? Yeah. It's the same thing with posting sell with sending naked pictures over a telephone. That was a generational first for people who are now in their early twenties. They had to go through the consequences. So every right. generation after because that at first it was exciting. It was exciting, but you didn't know the consequences. Yeah. You felt cool. It was it was awesome. It was exhilarating. But then you, a generation has to go through the consequences before the generations after that realize that you're an actual loser if you do that and think that there's no consequences to yeah. your actions. And maybe that's what it is with Facebook too. I mean we're I know we're all freaking out over our own personal information and getting mad at Facebook for you know, leaking our own personal info. But what are you doing giving up that much info to Facebook? Right. Like, what are you doing? When Maybe you download keep... something new and then like the, the option says, allow Facebook to access this yeah, information. You right? click the, the button that says yes. Yeah. Also, you're not that important. Can I just put that out there for people who are upset about Facebook? Your information is not that important for the most part. Wow, you're boring, right? Wow, savage. Yeah, your information is not that important. You're yeah. boring. I want to see pictures you can't right. no more. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. Miley Cyrus is being sued for $300 million. <gasps> is she? Yeah. For what now? She's being sued by a Jamaican artist over her song, We Can't Stop. So Michael May, who performs as, oh, how do you say this? Flower Gone. Flower God? Flower Gone. Florgon. Florgon? F-L-O-U-R-G-O-N. Florgon? Flowergon? Like Flowerguan. Oh, Flowerguan. He had a song out in 1988 called We Run Things. He says, quote, it's been a favorite for lovers of reggae music worldwide since reaching number one in his home country of Jamaica back then in 1988. Uh, He also insisted that around 50% of We Can't Stop by Miley Cyrus came from him, with him accusing Miley Cyrus and her label 
of misappropriating his material. Uh Now, he says he's accused Cyrus of unlawfully taking from his, quote, unique and creative lyrical phraseology in order to establish an overreaching and pervasive theme in the realm of self-discovery and self-governing. Wow. Okay, so that's the... So so here, so play Miley Cyrus. Okay. Normally, normally when people get sued, normally when people get sued, it's for ripping off a song like the tempo is the same or the melody is the same. He's suing her for $300, basically saying that using the phrase and having the mentality of we can't stop is the same as when he was saying we run things. So he's not saying that she stole his song musically or lyrically. He's saying that the meaning behind the song is Man. the same as the meaning behind his song. What's this guy's name? Flower Guan? Yeah, Flower Guan. <laughs> Listen, Flower Guan. He, every single artist in every genre of music Yes. Could have a song about something, sing it in a different way, and the meaning is still the same. Correct. So again, his song was We Run Things. And her song is We Can't Stop. And he's saying that that is worth somebody saying We Can't Stop is so similar to him saying We Run Things, although the songs have nothing else in common other than that is a $300 million lawsuit. (laughs) I don't know. Solid case. I don't know. Roz and Mocha Q&A. Ask Roz and Mocha. Man, oh man, this is one of my favorite parts of the podcast. Um, yeah, and all of these questions come from Instagram, which is great. It's yeah. been a great place uh, for all of you to ask your questions. Once a week, we'll post a picture on Insta uh, with the Ask Razamoka logo on it, and then people just fill up the comment section with questions, sure. and it's a gold mine. At Kiss925, uh, by the way. And it's also your opportunity to get on the podcast, and um, we're going to take two calls today. Oh, okay. Hi, Katie. Hi. What's going on? Welcome to the uh, Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi, how are you guys? Doing great. How are you? I'm good, thank you. What is your question, Katie? So my question is, if someone came up to you and handed you a book, um, and it ended up being the story of your life from beginning to end, would you read it? (sighs) Do I have to read the whole book? Yeah, you can't just read parts oh. of it. You have to read it beginning to end. So Can I just the read the... So I can't like read just the beginning? No. No, you'd have to read oh. the whole thing. Would you read it? No, I wouldn't read it. Why not? There, I don't want to know how it ends. No. no. No, not at all. I would throw it in the fire and then punch the person who handed it to me. <laughs> um, yeah, there's, there's, no, there's no way. Because I'll tell you, if I was, if I was 22... Right. And somebody handed mm-hmm. me a book that said, this is where you're going to be. 
You know, this is this is your life. And I got to the part where we are now when I'm 42 and I'm happy and 43. Sorry, 43. <laughs> Thank you, Maury. And I'm, I'm happy, uh, make great money and successful and everything else. I would screw up the path to get to this point. That yeah, makes sense. true. You know what because I mean? Because you I, would have to follow everything the exact way yeah. from the point in your life where you started reading that book. Yeah, and I, I would like every I single would, decision. I would screw it up. Yeah. Like I know that I yeah. would. I know I would screw it up. You know, so much so to the point of where you know, if Catherine and I did it on a day that she got pregnant, but it wasn't the exact day that she got pregnant with Roxy. Like I may wind up doing this show with Mocha and Maury, but I wouldn't have my kid. It would be a different kid. You know what I mean? Like I would screw it up somehow. Like I would just, I would mess it up. Like everything has just worked out so perfectly. So, but everything just worked out the way that it's worked out. But I've done things in my life leading to this point that I really shouldn't have done. I shouldn't have made those decisions, but still wound up here. And I think that, Mm -hmm. I think that if I was then going on this path, I would be far more cautious to take the chances that I did thinking that I was going to screw something up. Yeah. See, I didn't even think about that. I just thought about like the end. Oh, how you want to die. Not no, how not you how, want to not die, how I want to, but you want knowing, to like, would it be peaceful? Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Or would I get hit with, like, a disease yeah. or legit get hit by a truck? Yeah. Right. Death is never peaceful. Right? It's not you know peaceful. I mean? it's, like, never, it's never peaceful. I don't want to know any of that it's stuff. It's never peaceful. I don't want to know any but, of that but stuff. But I don't, I don't want to know. What's more important to you, to find out how you die or when you die? Uh, I don't know. I think finding out when I die, that's terrifying. Yeah. I don't know. Like, oh, I just be counting I, I down can't my days. even answer that. Right. I couldn't answer. Yeah. Because, like, um, imagine, like, okay, just imagine this. Like, for for instance, how much your life would just suck from this point on if somebody came to you and said, I'm not going to tell you when, but you will die walking across the street. Oh, my goodness. That's right? terrifying. Yeah. I, I do everything I could to never cross the street again. <laughs> right. Ever. ever. Yeah. Right? Yes. If I yeah, need to go across sense. the street, you know, I'm calling an Uber. Yeah. Drive me right there. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's it's terrible. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't know more. You would read the book 100%, yeah, But I'd be right? so worried about falling asleep all reading it like I do with most books. <laughs> right. But you're, you don't have to read yeah, it in one so go. Boring, right? You don't have to read it in one go. You're allowed to. You're yeah, allowed but I always to... skip pages when I read. Right. Just read it when you can. Yeah. So, because here's what would happen, right? Maury, in Maury's book, it would say, it would say this, uh, you know, Maury at uh, 40 years old now, in 15 years, he is going to meet Ryan Reynolds at a party and <laughs> Ryan Reynolds at that point will have come out of the closet and fall madly oh, deeply wow. in love with yeah. Maury. So what would happen is right now Maury would read this and he would screw it all up because he wouldn't follow the path because he would just be so looking forward to meeting Ryan Reynolds yeah. that he would dump mm-hmm. Matthew now. He would, yeah. start, you know what I mean? Like he would do all this stuff. Yeah. He would screw up the path. And then in 15 years from now, Maury wouldn't have that opportunity. He would no. be broken alone. And probably, yeah. Probably end up at that party and meet somebody like Screech. And yeah, not, exactly. And who would have also come happen. out of the closet and you know, what I, like you don't know what's gonna happen, right? Ah, you dumb man, Screech. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, Katie, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. Thank you. I've been listening to you guys since I was in the seventh grade. Oh, shut so, up. What? So crazy. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm in my first year of college now. Wow. Congratulations oh on that. Yeah, because we've been on the yeah. radio for uh, yeah. over eight years now. So, Katie, yeah. before we let you go, between Mocha, who's your favorite? Um, this was actually really hard for me. I was thinking about it last night, and my boyfriend and I, my boyfriend was trying to convince me that Roz is the best. 
um, because he has like this really deep voice and he's just like really cool sounding. And I was like, okay, well that makes sense, but I'm going to have to say mocha. Oh, <laughs> so even after all, the, even after all the evidence is presented, <laughs> yeah. I know he actually said to me, he's like, you know, if our values don't align, I don't think that a marriage thing is going to work out. Wow. So if you don't like Ross, <laughs> and wow. I'm like, I don't know. I think we'll just have to deal with it. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Katie. Love you lots. Love you too, guys. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye, hon. So what, we have another phone call? Yeah, let's go oh, to David right amazing. now. Amazing. Hey, David. Yes. Yeah. What's up, man? It's Ron Zamoka. Hey, how are you guys? Good. Good. Welcome to the podcast, brother. Thank you very much. Uh, we got your question on Instagram, and um, you get to ask it here on the podcast with us now. So my question is, what is one thing you've done in your life, mm-hmm. a decision you've made that if you had done differently, Oof. you think would change who and what you are now? What is one thing you've done in your okay. life? Yeah, go ahead, Mocha. I know. Yeah, what? So, David, you may not know this, but back in 2009, when I was asked to come and work at KISS 92.5, right. I was presented with the offer to do the afternoon show, and Roz was hired to do the morning show. And at the time, they were still looking for a co-host. Roz was still looking for somebody to work with him. And I was already locked in to do the afternoon show. And our boss at the time had said to me, two weeks after I had accepted the afternoon job, said, hey, do you want to do the morning show with Roz? And I said no. Mm -hmm. And then Roz and I got on phone I think like twice yeah. and had very long conversations and I still said no yeah. to doing the Razamoka show. And then eventually I came around to my senses and I accepted the morning position. But had I continuously said no, the Razamoka show would not exist. And I wouldn't be doing this show. There's no, I wouldn't have been, there's no way that uh, this show would have been a success with me and anybody else. <laughs> No, because you have to be a certain kind of person to work with me. And Mocha is like, Mocha is the perfect partner in every single way. I would, and I've never met anyone else in this business that I could tolerate for this amount of time. Oh man, that's so nice. Thanks, dude. As like a partner. There's there's, there's nobody else. So so guaranteed, had Mocha said no, and then I sat here and did the show with somebody else. Stop, don't look so upset, Maury. You didn't come in until later. Um, (laughs) Maury's like all busted right now. Um, I, David, I wish you could see Maury's face so right now. He's so crushed right now. He looks now. like he's on the verge of tears. Yeah. You weren't here then, man. <laughs> like, I don't know why you get so upset. Like, you weren't, you weren't here. You, that's like getting upset about me telling a, a really great, fantastic, adventurous vacation story that you missed out on when I was 16. Like, I didn't know you then. Of course you weren't invited. <laughs> Uh, but no, I would have, I would have, uh, it would, the show would have, would have failed and I would have gone on to do, uh, to do something else. And there would be two other people or three other people or whatever, uh, doing this show. The show would only work with, uh, with Mocha. And when I when was going through people that, uh, sort of like that, I would love to do this show with, it was only Mocha and, uh, there was nobody else on my list. I handed the list of one person. And then, so when Mocha said no, I had like champagne ready to like, just, you know, pop. And then, cause thinking who wouldn't want to work with me, um, <laughs> And then, and then, and then Mocha, and then Mocha said no, and I had there was no plan B. There was just there was no plan B. I was like, well, okay, then this isn't going to work. 
and uh, and then he came around, and here we are, almost nine years later. So it was you that kind of persuaded him then? No, he can't. No, Mocha. He, he, the decision was made all on his own. Um, we didn't really because he was still here, like he was still employed here, right? So you weren't going to push him too too hard, but he eventually just he eventually came around. And, yeah, there was uh, one day I was sitting in my parents' family room, we're watching TV, and it was a Sunday. I'll never forget this. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, you idiot. Like, this is a radio station that you friggin' love, yeah. right? I started my career fresh out of college at this radio station, and this is, you know, the biggest market in Canada, one of the largest in the, in the, in the entire world. And I'm like, when are you ever going to get a chance to do a morning radio show uh, for the one station that you absolutely love? And I called my yeah. boss right away, and I was like, listen, I screwed up. Uh, yes, most definitely. If you still want me on this morning show, I would love to do the show with Ross. Yeah, I think that was a great choice. Right on, man. Hey, thanks so much for the call. Thank you very much for right accepting on. the Take the care, call. brother. Um, and uh, finally, before we go, uh, mm. Chris Ruffalo writes, if there was one thing from your childhood that you could still use today, what would it be and why? Maury, answer now. <laughs> there was this computer machine that I used to have that would do math for me. <laughs> like a calculator? But it was like a game. It was a math game so you could oh. learn math. And I wish I still had this so that I could play the math games. Right. What did you use it for? Because obviously you didn't use it for its intended purpose. No, well, my dad. <laughs> Good one. My dad helped me with the answers. Oh, okay. So you, so out of all the things that you had when you were a kid to play with, you would bring the math machine back. <laughs> you friggin' nerd! <laughs> the math machine. It's so stupid. <laughs> Jesus, what would you bring back? Did you have anything that you really loved that you would oh, still use today man. if you could? My thumb rustlers. Your thumb rustlers? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure, why not? Because they don't make them anymore. Right. Like if you had if you had a room in your, in your house, like a big walk-in closet that uh-huh. had a lock on the door and everything else, and in that room was all your old wrestling toys, like your old ring and all the figures uh-huh. and your thumb wrestlers, all that stuff. If, you know, some nights, like if Jenna went to bed early and like if Cruz was sleeping and there was really nothing on TV, it was a summer, would you go ever go sit in the closet, lock the door and just play with your wrestlers? I wouldn't even lock the door. You wouldn't even lock the door. <laughs> <laughs> uh, How about you? Do you have, uh, uh, you have an answer for that one? Yeah, geez, it's really tough. I don't know. Cause I, I mean, rock? No, I didn't know. Nothing like nothing like that. I I think my music collection when I was a kid, but because it was so it was so finite. Like I did because we didn't have a lot of money, so I didn't have a lot of records, right? So yeah. I had like four records. So I just listened to a lot of I listened to a lot of music. Um, but I think that I would you know probably I would really enjoy a weekend uh, alone with uh, my old bike. I think. Yeah, yeah. I think that I'd really, I think that I'd really, really dig it. You want to bring back your like fashion from the eighties, like your pocketless pants? No, 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 nothing like that. Because I can do all that now. Like I can get tight jeans now. I can't get my bike back because w- the bike that I'm talking about was. Do you remember when they made those bikes and they looked like motorcycles? Like it had oh, a big plastic tank yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah. Like the super long seat and big thick wheels. Like it looked like a chopper with like a tank on it. Yeah, but only it was a bicycle. Like I had one of those. What happened to it? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. You get rid of that stuff over the oh, years. Man. Right? Bring back my wagon. Yeah, your wagon. Exactly. <laughs> right? You can hitch Jeez. it to the back of my, my bike. We can go to Mocha's house, sit in his closet, and play with his wrestling dolls. <laughs> oh, amazing. Uh, so every week at Kiss925 on Instagram, we're going to post Ask Ronza Mocha and feel free, ask anything you want. Yeah. And uh, we'll try to get to every single one of those on the following podcast and potentially get you on the phone as well. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com or on the KISS 92.5 app.